What was the word for here? Hapa. Hapa, which literally means something like this precise place. And if you want to say this very place. Hapa, hapa. Hapa, hapa. You can just double hapa. Hapa, hapa. The word for here, which means this around place. How was that? Puku. Puku. Good. And this ku is the same as what we have in kuna. Around here has. There is, there are. We also have a word for this inside place, which is humu, humu. Humu. So this is again hu, mu, this inside place, which means mu means inside place. How would you say that inside place? So, you know, there, in there, in there. Tamu, uli. Don't guess. Yeah. How is humu built? Hu plus mu. And how do we build that? Muli. Good. That was through thought. Mm -hmm. It wasn't correct, but you thought about it. <laughs> now we need to think a tiny bit more. So what happens to the U of any Mu when it's next to a consonant? It disappears. Good. Umle. Umle. Very good. So when I said that Swahili likes to recycle grammatical sounds, I wasn't exaggerating. No, we've seen a lot of uses of Mu. We can have Mu like an inside place. Humu, umle. We've seen Mu as a noun group, no? Umti, tree, umto, river. We've seen mu for him or her. We've also seen the mu of you plural. So the words for here, hapa, huku, humu, the words for there, pale, kule, we could have also, umle, remind us of how this and that, these and those work in Swahili, no? Hapa is literally this precise place. And pale, that precise place. Humu, this inside place. Umle, that inside place. So how do we say this book? What was the word for book? Kitabu. Kitabu. So this book? Ha. So we have two different vowels in hapa, huku, humu. And this is because we repeat the vowel of pa, hapa, or the vowel of ku, huku. Humu. So, to build this book, what's the sound we use to refer to book? Ki. Ki. Ah, hiki kitabu. Hiki kitabu, kitabu hiki. Good. And be careful to pronounce that H. No? Mm. Hiki. And that book, you just need to look back to the word for there. Pal. Pale. Tegule. Kile kitabu. Kile kitabu, kitabu kile. Good. What was the word for house? Nyumba. Nyumba. Nyumba is from the N group, no? These nouns that begin with N or have no beginning at all. This group contains many foreign nouns. And to refer to these N nouns, we use I, an I, an I sound. So how would we say this house? Nyumba hi. Nyumba hi. Good, and we have two I's here. We double that vowel that we add on to the H, no? Even if we have no consonant, like in hiki, we still double that vowel, so he, H-I-I. And that house? Nyumba ile. Nyumba ile. In the same way that we can repeat hapa to intensify its meaning, to get this very place, hapa hapa, we can also do this with the words for this or that, these, those. So you could say this very house, house this, this. <laughs> How would that be? 
Nyumba hihi. Nyumba hihi. Good. And that very house? Nyumba ile ile. Nyumba ile ile. What was to say or to speak in some dialects of Swahili? Um, kusema. Kusema. And to read, which was very similar? Kusoma. Kusoma. How would you say, I read this very book yesterday? <laughs> I read this very book yesterday. Nili soma kitabu hiki hiki jana. Very good. Nili soma kitabu hiki hiki jana. I read that very book yesterday. Nili soma kitabu kile kile jana. Very good. Nili soma kitabu kile kile jana. To sell, to sell was kuuza, kuuza. Kuuza. So what is the bit that means sell? Uza. Uza. So we have two U's there. An U from Ku and the U from Uza. And to be sold? How is to be sold? Kuzwa. Kuzwa. So we had Jana for yesterday. And the day before yesterday is Juzi. J-U-Z-I. Juzi. Juzi. How would you say this very house was sold the day before yesterday? Nyumba... He, he, ili, uzwa, juzu, juzi. Nyumba he, he, ili, uzwa, juzi. This very house was sold the day before yesterday. Nyumba he, he, ili, uzwa, juzi. How would you say this very book was sold the day before yesterday? Kitabu, hiki, hiki, kili, uzwa, juzi. Kitabu, hiki, hiki. Very good. This very book was sold yesterday. So we see in Swahili that we'll find instances where we can double a word to intensify its meaning. So he, he, hiki, hiki, this very, we said that juzi was the day before yesterday and juzi, juzi is the other day. Juzi, juzi, the other day. Juzi, juzi. What was the word for plane and also bird? Ndege. Ndege. This plane was sold the other day. Good, but I think there was an extra sound that you didn't think about. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Not from memory, thinking it through again. Juzi, juzi. Good. Juzi, juzi. This very plane was sold the other day. This very plane was sold the other day. So if we say the plane was sold, we need to think about what group Ndege is in. No? And then we use I. For this N group. So as we've been seeing now, we need to do this with nouns in Swahili. When we refer to them, we need to think, what group does this noun belong to? It's easier for us to internalize what group it belongs to when, when we come across the noun, we think about whether it belongs to that group. So we saw that key nouns have a lot of man-made things. Mu nouns have a lot of natural elements like trees and rivers and what have you. N nouns have a lot of uh, foreign words, 
So we want to take the opportunity to think about nouns when we come across them. What group does this look like it's in? Should it be there? And this is the best way to digest that. So we've seen in Swahili that we need to think about what group a noun is in before we refer to it with a verb, for example. But actually, we don't have to do this with all nouns. If the noun refers to something animate, so like a person, a bird, a mammal, then we don't have to worry about what group the noun is in when we build the verb. We just refer to it as he or she. So if we say the bird was sold the other day rather than the plane was sold the other day, we don't need to worry about what group and dege is in. For us, a bird is he or she. We just use a. So how would you say that? The bird was sold the other day? Ndege, Ndege, Ali, Uzwa, Josie, Josie. Very good. I like that you took time to go back to Kuza Kuzwa, no? To build the verb and to be sure. That's exactly what you should be doing each time. Very good. Ndege, Ali, Uzwa, Josie, Josie. No? So this means the bird. We know it means the bird because we are using a for he, she rather than i for an n noun. So when we find nouns referring to animate things, we don't need to worry about what group they're in when we build the verb. We just use a for he or she. So if you say the birds were sold the other day, to refer to the birds, what do you think you might use? They. They, the they that we use for humans, no? So the birds were sold the other day? wali uzwa very good. Ndege waliuzwa juzi juzi. So we know this is birds because we said wa. If it were planes, what would we use to refer to planes? Zi. Zi. Now we have e for the singular and zi in the plural to refer to n n nouns. So how would you say that? The planes were sold the day before yesterday. So not the other day, the day before yesterday. The planes were sold. The day before yesterday. Ndege zili uzwa juzi. Ndege zili uzwa juzi. Very good. These very planes were sold the day before yesterday. These very planes were sold the day before yesterday. Ndege hizi hizi zili uzwa juzi. Very good. Ndege hizi hizi zili uzwa juzi. So when it comes to verbs and we refer to animate things, we need only use a for he or she. So ndege as a bird, we use a, and ndege as a plane, we use 